Pink Fohawk is a crass, vulgar, violent, raunchy podcast that is meant for immature adult audiences only. Content warning is available in the description. I was ready for it. I was so ready. I know. I laughed at you guys. It's just you accepted it. You just went with it. Thank you for just going with that. Take me away, Ben. Take me away. Welcome to Pink Fuck, everybody. Dan, Chris, Ah, so good to be here. So good to be here. So good to be back. Would you say it's been a tick? It's been a. It's been a double tick. It's been a few ticks. To the fans, we have been recording since like last fall, but it's just taken us some time to get our feet underneath of us. Ridiculous. Got, it this is fucking just, rolling. Let's bask in that statement for a second. That's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's outrageous. I just want to say to all of our fans, thank you for your fucking monkish patience. Definitely. A few things. I'm just going to get these right off the top. We got a subreddit, people. We got a YouTube channel. We got a Discord. Join them up. Yes, we do. Chat with us. We're very, very active. And guess what? I put some shit on YouTube now. So there's stuff to look at. All of our episodes are on YouTube now. All of our episodes are on YouTube. Man. Um, we've also got a few videos about Shadowrun on there that you might enjoy. So. Join up. A lot of hard work has gone into this. <laughs> ben has. Ben has been doing all the work. Well, it's, that's that's part of it. It's like we were trying to find times when we could all be free, and that's obviously been tough. Ben's so been it, holding, like, fucking counsel with, with Tom Dowd on, on YouTube, like, have, yeah, like wild, talking man. Shadowrun with people coming in, and, like, it's fucking crazy. We have a Shadowrun second edition book club. People join our YouTube channel, and you can see how to join, and there's some videos we record of it as well. So And Tom um, makes regular appearances, doesn't he? And yes, the Tom Dowd. What a gentleman. The prolific writer that Tina Bonemeal loves his writing. Yeah, she can't get enough of his... his, his uh... Night Spawn, was it? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> I prefer Burning Bright, but Night Spawn's good. All of his novels, I, I'm gonna... Tina calls them novellas. Very respectfully. What are we talking about? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not kidding. Not kidding. But Tom's a, Tom's a gentleman kidding. and a scholar. <laughs> he is, he's been really fucking awesome. So join up, check that out. And uh, yeah, let's get this shit going. All right, so give us some intros. Who wants to go first? Do it, John. Do it. (laughs) I'm just going to riff. John Anderson, typical yuppie businessman. He's down on his luck. He's, he's, uh, well, he's not really down on his luck anymore, but he used to be he used to be a big time deal at a big mega corp, and now he's out there freelancing, trying to keep up his expensive habits, and he's doing quite well. He's doing all right. Days. He's doing just fine. He's got his own following. He's an he's an influencer, if you will. <laughs> I like that. And yeah. he's also pulling down a lot of money on these runs. Oh yeah. So he's keeping up. With the lifestyle. I want to see what kind of fucking bank we're looking at in season two. Oh, there's some weird shit coming up, so fucking strap in. <laughs> strap on and strap in. Strap in and all <laughs> strap on. <laughs> it's actually what happens in John's cult is he makes all the wives strap on and peg their husbands. That's what's, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Tina Bone Meal. Hey, Shadow Punks. My name's Dan. I play a Tina Bone Meal. Uh, just a mountain of meaty <laughs> troll muscle out here looking for a friend, cracking skulls, crushing balls. It's getting more gaggy. Like, Tina Bonemeal. You haven't missed a Tina. beat, though. You fucking had that shit memorized and dialed. Tina Bonemeal. 
do that bad man. I'm getting closer to the original voice that I floated by Ben like a year and a half ago that he told me was problematic. Uh, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, yeah. don't let don't let him change you. No, I won't. I won't. I'm a. I think I've kind of like found a good balance for Tina's voice. Yeah, it's really the difference between I think three beers and four beers with Dan. That's where the change. I've, I'm on number. <laughs> well, I went to a brewery earlier, so I'm on like beer five. There oh, you, you fucking asshole! I'm I only have my first beer. I'm gonna get a second one in a few minutes. A little information I wanted to spread. Tina had mentioned a little bit about some of the skills that she'd improved. Yeah. Earlier, mm. uh, we now have John also skilled up. Yes. Yeah. And Tina fully as well. So I just wanted to go through that with everybody because I want to make sure everybody knows unless you guys want to like hold some oh, secret yeah. I don't know what you want to do yeah lay it out Ben so John Anderson had 25 good karma he spent 11 on good boy he added biotech biotech rating okay. 3 which is basically like first aid kind of oh shit here's the thing what I realized about old Johnny boy what'd you realize he likes to get in there. He likes to scrap. He likes to be the first one in and the last man out. He's an OG player. Yeah. He plays hard and he works hard. So the problem <laughs> is he gets injured a lot. Never goes to the hospital. <laughs> Mostly it's out of selfish self-preservation. He wants to be able to heal himself. Yeah. But if he can heal others, I guess that's something he could do. That's why he's got a best friend who got into crystals, John. Come on, man. Well, the yeah, Reiki. but your Reiki stuff is never... I mean, it, We haven't even tried it yet. It might work. Yeah. It, it might, might work. work. I don't know if that's going to be allowable. Target number 30. We'll see. <laughs> but I just was sick of it. I'm sick of the healing in this game. And I want to try and tip the scales. I, I also imagine John taking like a very, very basic, like either like Boy Scout or like... Or CPR like a, class. Yeah, yeah, like a fucking lifeguard class. And it yeah. like it like came back in one of his like crazy fever dreams and like his in his dojo. Boba Fett had like that little like healing chamber thing that like I'm thinking like Matrix, like I just downloaded it. I'm like, I know oh, medics. I know paramedic <laughs> now. Do you you just like do surgery on your own abdomen like in uh Prometheus. 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 Oh yeah. A lot of people don't like Prometheus. I really actually like it. So it was cool. Crucified, cool. whatever. I don't no, give a cool. shit. No, come on, cool. Ridley Scott. Anything by Ridley Scott's fine in my book. John's other attribute he raised was his quickness up to six. He spent eleven karma to raise Why? his quickness to Why six. Why did you do that? You Let are the quickest motherfucker like on the planet. Cat. Let me tell Let you. Me why. John wants to be like a cat. He wants to be like a coked up cat. It affected <laughs> raising his quickness because he also has yeah. uh, cyberware that made his quickness actually a seven and his enhanced quickness to seven. <laughs> what the fuck? It also raised his reaction to now five. <laughs> And improved to nine with his fucking reflexes, with his wired reflexes. I'm fast as fuck now. Dude, you're like a time traveler now. Like, you're like, his, what, it, oh yeah. no one can touch you. His combat pool has increased to six. Fuck yeah. All I can say is I hope that John and Tina don't find themselves in an octagon again anytime soon because I well, do not want to face Ben was like, Ben John was like, that kind do of you want to put, he was like, do you want to put points towards intelligence? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you slapped me when I said when I asked. <laughs> John gets quicker, but he doesn't get smarter. So John has three good karma left after all that. Uh, okay, but that was a pretty hefty haul. Well played, well played, Tina Bone Meal. You raised your throwing weapons up to three, as we discussed. I did because I could never hit anything with a throw. I always had to just kind of like toss it and like a, hope a grenade went off somewhere in the vicinity. The yeah. grenade tossing always made my asshole clinch because yeah. I was afraid you were going to roll those snake eyes. 
Um, We've been pretty smart so far with the upgrading, am I wrong? You're real shadow runners. We're real shadow runners. So you spent six karma to bring your throwing weapons up to three. You also spent four karma to bring your firearms general skill up to two from one. Up to two, yep. That way I can, if someone asks me to shoot from a crow's nest with a sniper rifle, like in last episode of season one, I may actually be able to hit something. Uh, Attribute wise, you raise your charisma up to three by getting your teeth cleaned as we discussed. I did. And your willpower (laughs) to four. Just in case some fucking magic comes bearing down again, because I don't know what Ben has in store for season two. Wait, can you go back to the teeth cleaned? <laughs> Tina got her teeth cleaned, and she did some winking and handshaking while we were buying shit. He raised it, her charisma <laughs> up by one point. With Sack Gagger. Sack Gagger, yeah. Sat, yeah, with Randy Sack Gagger. Oh, my God. When you raise your willpower, Tina, just I want, I went through today and figured this out. Yeah. That actually raised your combat pool to six as well. What? Fuck. Really? Yeah, because your combat pool is your intelligence, your quickness, and your willpower added together divided by two. Well, thank God Ben knows what the fuck he's doing. There you go. You're like, and the sheen from your white teeth is blinds and stuns your opponents. This sounds awesome, but really Ben's just going to make season two twice as hard, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, maybe. Like, we'll see. Yeah. Isn't that how D&D works yeah. in any of these tabletops? Yeah. You upgrade and then everything gets harder. Oh, and the one other thing I want to say, we talked about it last episode episode or two episodes ago tina has a four in mixology oh yes let me (laughs) me add that maybe a six maybe a six ben and christian are coming out to colorado in about one week fans and we are going to uh mix some cocktails and they're going to decide whether or not i have a four or a six in mixology (laughs) sweet i didn't know that was on the table awesome well hey let me get you guys caught up on where we're at because it's been a little bit let's do this thing Last session, Tina and John duked it out in the octagon. The no-holds-barred cage fight battle royale at Runnerfest. The two defeated the competition ultimately came down to one-on-one where pent-up aggression and old grudges were vented out in the open. John emerged as the victor, barely. But when he refused to kill Tina, they were both thrown out by the throng of unhappy spectators. (laughs) Yes. It was then revealed that the reason you were put in the octagon in the first place was because of Deadbolt, who you fucking fucked over, Tina. Fucking Deadbolt, that's right. When you threw the Jessica run. Yeah. She entered you into the octagon. and She entered you. Yeah, she entered you. She pegged you hard. <laughs> she did. She fucked with Rory or something, yeah? Rory had entered you guys into the raffle, and she had fucked with the system and switched you guys over into the octagon. Oh, because she's a fucking decker. She's a decker. Right. And then Rory came to the rescue at the end and shot her right in the fucking face. So she's not a problem. Shot her in the face. What also happened, just reversing back to the first episode of the season, Lady Landline. Tina's ex-love of her life girlfriend from Portland. You call her Leah, I call her, uh, Tina calls her Leia. Leia Bear. Leah, you know better than me, I suppose. <laughs> I, no, I, just, I think I think you fucked her. I think it's funny if Tina just like, is it Leah or is it Leia? And Tina's just like, Ignored the fact that it's actually Leah and she just calls her Leah I and she just that. can't get over it. Yeah, it's awesome. She encountered John Anderson at the meet up meet and greet and they banged in the bathroom. So <laughs> Tina yes. and John are now Eskimo br- siblings. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I think it's okay to call them bros. Eskimo bros. Eskimo yeah. bros. For sure. In the octagon, you guys duked it out. Tina fucking crushed John's hand to fucking dust. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then John went on to beat Tina within an inch of consciousness. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Just you, slapped the shit out of him. After she took his limp hand and slapped him with it. We didn't know what was going to happen. Which I was is afraid one obvious. of us had to die. Like, I was ready to build a new character. We guys. didn't know. We were pushing each other 
farther than we've ever pushed. That was some stress. <laughs> I put some stress on the players there. That was that was fun. There will be no combat for six episodes, so <laughs> settle in for some exposition, fans. So let me get you guys back into the world, okay? Let's do it. That's what happened. And now, John, Tina, yes. you smell disinfectants. As your eyes open lazily, there's it's a lot of haze and it's foggy and blurry. And you look around yeah. and you're in a somewhat sterile room. And you can see across the room from each other, you're both sitting on like basically little hospital beds. Shit. There's a little room between the two of you. Can Tina be in the tank from like the second Star Wars movie? Sure. The Empire Strikes Back. She's like <laughs> oh, in the yeah. water tank. She wakes up and she's just like got a thing in her mouth and she's floating in the fucking fluid. And like <laughs> You are both floating in opposite tanks, staring at each other through the glass. Tina got this slap the shit out of her so bad. She's got to be in the Mark Hamill tank. Tina, you're looking the like Hamill the German tank. kid in Willy Wonka. You're wedged in this tube. <laughs> <laughs> like pinned shoulder to shoulder in this fucking glass tube. Awesome. The liquid drains from the tubes and the glass raises and you both are just kind of like, you're weak. And as you fall to the floor and the, the respirator breathing tube pops out of your throat, you gag and retch onto the floor. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear Millie go, Hey there, Wake! Hey there, Wake! Okay, and, he, and Roy, oh, oh, thank God! Someone get me out of here! <laughs> Tina just starts banging on the fucking glass of this tank and just fucking punches it. You're all right, you're all right. Fucking Rory. Fucking Rory. John, it wasn't my fault. John, I, it's I, always your fault, I, damn it. I, just, you're right. Ah, uh, you're right. He's, it's, he's, he's, Rory, he's, <laughs> come use those claws and slash me out of this fucking box. Get me out of here. I got rid of the claws. I got rid of the claws. Oh, it, really? something, the doctor was telling me something about how, like, the, the, my bones oh, and just my, shut up. my <laughs> muscles are too small and the nerve receptors weren't matching correctly. <laughs> Quit your blathering. <laughs> And, uh, and Millie says, all right, everyone, just take it easy. You're probably a little discombobulated. It's all right. It's been a little bit of time, been a, been a bit of a week. A week. But you guys are all patched up now. You can, you can actually, you know what? You're fucking shitting on Rory. You can thank him. He paid for your healing. A week. Who's been taking care of Bitsy? <laughs> Who? Bitsy. <laughs> Considering you fucking caused us to be here in the first place, I'd say it's a legit canoe. And you hear somebody go, oh, they're up. Who's that? And and you hear just like wet slapping as this big, doughy, pale, fat, sweaty mass of a human walks into this room and goes, Okay, take it very easy. Take it very <laughs> this easy. A, this is a very, a very suspect accent, but I like that you're going. <laughs> Johnny walks over and says, Be very careful, your hand is not fully healed. And he picks you up, he helps lift you up, and you have the, it's the sweatiest hands you've ever felt, like lifting you up. Oh and my you're God. Staring right into this doughy face. His face oh is so fat. God. He could barely see his eyes, beady eyes poking through. He's picked, he picked John up? Yeah, he's lifting. He's very strong. He's very big. He's oh about like God. six. He's like maybe uh, six and a half, seven feet tall. John's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Emilio goes, he's all right. Just take it easy. All right. This is this is Moist Larry. Moist Larry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the name. <laughs> Moist Larry, he's a, he's a chop doc, all right? He's a ripper doc. He's got a chop shop down here in, in the Barrens. He's the closest doctor I knew. For the price, you can't beat him. 
All right. They took good care of you. You're all healed up, John. Ugh. Yes, I took care of you. Yeah, I took. I did a lot of. <laughs> I wish the fans could see Ben. It had to do a little, a little choppy chop. But once I got the, the, the mechanical. Wait, is it Asian or or Cockney or or like you can't LA? Tell. You can't tell. <laughs> he doesn't know. Fat Larry doesn't know. He's definitely Caucasian. Like he's he's super doughy white. He looks like he hasn't seen sun in his entire life. He looks like the Michelin Man got soaked in a sink. <laughs> yeah. <he ex> <laughs> Exactly. Moist Larry. Your hand might not be fully calibrated yet. And you can look down, you see that your hand is fucking metallic. It looks like the Terminator hand. It's a cyber hand. Oh, fuck. Hell yeah. Because Tina crushed it. I'll at least be able to crush a beer in it. At the yeah. very least, crush a beer. Oh, nice. I want John to be like using all, like his face is completely blank because he's using every <laughs> single amount of his energy to give the guy the finger with this with his hand that he can't oh, control. Stick the Terminator <laughs> finger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great, it's him, it's a work, it's working. Uh, it's just one minute, he's like, now hold very still. Uh, hold, hold. <laughs> <laughs> now hold very still. And he goes, <laughs> You see him concentrate very hard, and somehow even more sweat soaks out of his pores over his face. He goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you see shimmering in the air and you feel tingling around your wrist oh, as your flesh around the metal starts to mend and heal. He goes, What is this, fucking magic? What the fuck is this? I know you can test it around magic, John. Just take it easy. He's a whale shaman. Ah. He's a whale shaman. Get the fuck away from me! Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, ah. <laughs> Can't see anything Christian is doing. No, it's all no. lost. Everything is lost. The physical comedy is not translate on podcast. Millie gets between John's grasping cyber hand and Moist Larry, and he pushes him away. He says, oh, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, Moist Larry, give you, just, just give us a minute. Give us a minute. I wonder what the stats on this hand, dude. John's cyber hand doesn't actually have any stats to it yet. It's basically just a replacement. It's a straight replacement. It's got to have some kind of strength. It's got to well, have something. He hasn't paid for that yet, but he can upgrade it in the. It's it's just a replacement right now. I can definitely crush a beer can top to bottom. Yes. Oh, top to bottom for sure. You don't have to stop on that shit. You can yeah. just do it. I'm, your... I'm not going to be ripping like fucking safe doors off with one hand, but I can I can crush a beer can. Come on. More than most men. More than most men. I tell you, you that. You crush a beer can. Absolutely. If John drank beer. <laughs> John drank beer. Exactly. I laughed listening to one of our episodes where you were like, John doesn't drink beer. He, he's just just cocaine. He's a square. And I laughed yeah. like, <laughs> he's a square. He's a square. He only ordered a beer once Once when he went to the improv class. That's the improv show. It was desperate. And he needed it. And he needed it. <laughs> so Millie walks over and says, all right, tell you how, how you feeling. You should be You should be all right as rain now. I'm tired. I'm tired, Millie. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, you guys took a fucking beating in there. It's all over the fucking Shadowlands. And he picks up a fucking, there's a trid video of you guys fighting, and you see the part where John's broken hand slaps himself in the face. <laughs> and he's like, that one, a lot of people talking about that moment. That was pretty crazy. This gets us out there, though, right? Oh, there's a lot of exposure. What are my parishioners going to think? <laughs> 
Oh, oh, is it? I don't know about that, but the woman that like your lady friend and her two uh, lackeys or whatever they were, they, they went back to your apartment. So uh, I'm ruined. <laughs> God damn it, I'm ruined. The emotion. All because of that little fucking shit, Rory. The emotion from John is shocking Millie. He's never seen you emote so much. <laughs> He's like, no, no, John, no, remember, it's, Rory didn't do it. I, well, I might want an explanation later about who this dead boat person was. I don't remember who uh, this person was. Uh, John, I gotta be honest here. This one's on me. No, no, it's gotta be Rory's fault somehow. I fucked it up and came back and it bit us right in the ass, John. Stop, Tina. Just stop. I got a lot to apologize for and I just don't know where to start. Stop. But... Just stop. It's definitely Rory's fault. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, all right. Well, I was talking to Moist Larry. He said it's time. You guys can leave now. You guys are fully healed. <laughs> And, and you can thank Rory, by the way. He paid for your fucking treatment. Paid in full. Rory? He actually won the raffle as well. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. Yeah. Where you run the 75 grand? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I guess it, it was it was. You won the fucking raffle? Are you fucking kidding me? It was kind of bittersweet news, uh, you know, when I saw <laughs> what was happening in the... All right. Well, you're taking us out to dinner, Rory. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, guys, I, I haven't... I don't Jesus. know if I told you this, but I was working in the Turtleneck Bay Marina restaurant, and I've been making really good cash. If you guys want to come down there, I'm sure that they'd let you guys in. We, we could prepare you a really good meal. I don't want anything prepared by you, but I will eat at Turtleneck Bay. John, it's Turtleneck Bay. We got to get in there. Turtleneck, whatever. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> well, the restaurant's actually called Figaro. John, I'll get us right in. I'll get us right in. It's hard to get in there. Yeah, you just go, go to Figaro and you just you say, I know Rory. I know, Rory. What the hell is happening? How long was I asleep? <laughs> What's going on here? It's only been a week, John. A week? Now listen. Who's running my operation? <laughs> Jesus. We can get you. We can get you back home. You need to get back home. I can get you. Can, we can ride with me. I can get you a ride back to your place. I'm starving. You. Let's go to Rory's fancy restaurant that somehow he works at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys get in Millie's car. We're First, getting in that shit box. Where's her scoot at? Where are we? Where are, are we? We're not at Runnerfest anymore, obviously. We're uh, all right. You're at the chop shop, all right? It's a fucking ripper dock. It's it's Moist Larry's place. Moist. It's over here in the Barrens. It's the closest doctor I had. John was fucking bleeding out from an artery in his leg. Tina, you were half co fucking conscious. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's the best I could do. Millie, Millie, in all seriousness, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I, we're a team. We're a team. Let's not go that far. But of course, thanks. no. You're not, you're my boy. I'm your I'm your fucking fixer. Millie, stop. I'm your fixer. Millie, stop. You're Millie, stop. We're like Millie, glue. stop. Thank There's you. <laughs> Millie, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's, you're like regretting thanking him now. He walks you to the front desk of this place. And you see, you know, there's, there's a bunch of, like, seedy-looking people that also want discretion. They don't want anyone to know they're hurt. They've got, like, fucking yeah. bullet wounds. They've been waiting to get seen by him for, like, fucking hours. Shit. It's all grimy in there, and it's, like, yeah. like hospital lighting, you know? Like, really fucking harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people on beds as you pass by that, like, you're pretty sure maybe you're dead. Maybe they didn't make it. Yeah. And uh, you make it to the front desk, and he goes, Oh, you're, you're, you're leaving. You're leaving. <laughs> wow. Moist Larry. <laughs> and he says, Moist, by the way, problematic word, but not for moist. our fans. Moist. Oh, yeah. And our fans are. A lot of people stranger. hate that word. I embrace it. I love moist. Yeah, love me too. It. Perfect word. Perfect. You know, Rory walks over <laughs> and he says, It's like, you, 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 will you be handling. This episode should be called The Moistening. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm listening. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Slippery when wet. Oh. Stripper duck, the moistening. And you would, will you be covering all the rest of the expenses? And Rory says, yeah, yeah, just, uh, and he slaps down this fucking sick fucking like gold cred stick. What the fuck is going on with Rory? What and the fuck He's like, is just going put on? it on there. It's all good. I'm good for it. John's going to be like, are you Fucking what? What the fuck? I've been telling you, I've been I've been promoted to sous chef at the Figaro, so I've been making pretty good money. I mean, you guys, I'm just saying, you could come check it out. I could probably get you good. I get you guys as a bus boy, maybe work your way up. Jesus Christ, John <laughs> must get money from Rory. Mental note: <laughs> John, something's malfunctioning in John's fucking uh, throat. Uh, his, yeah. uh, and he's like, yeah. his thoughts are out loud. Yeah. He's like, Exactly. Voice recording to self. I hope I didn't say that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Tina's looking kind of sexy. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) Can't ever let her know. (laughs) Just for the record, John did not say that part. (laughs) So Rory pays for the rest of it, and you guys walk outside. Millie must have been expecting you guys to leave today. He's got the car pulled up. Tina, your scoot's fucking bungee cord on top of a shitbox car. Nice. (laughs) Zima's waiting also. She's like, are you guys ready? He's like, yeah, yeah, we got John, we got Tina. We're ready. File in the car, Rory sitting on your lap, Tina. Does Tina fit in a car? She does in this one. You got like a shoulder in your head out the window, this fucking thing. For some reason, I'm picturing this thing as like an old checker cab. The old station The one that like the guy from Escape from New York drives around in. It's a huge vehicle. It's an old model AmeriCar. It's big. Got it, got it, got it. And uh, so he's like, all right, where are we headed? You guys taught me a restaurant. You told me maybe your apartment. What what, what, what do you want to do? Where are we going here? Food and champagne. Stat. <laughs> what he said. All right. Rory starts giving directions to the... And it's taking so long, he's missing... He's giving you the worst directions. You finally make it over to the Turtleneck Bay. You roll up, and it's all familiar to you guys. You guys went into this fucking place. Is this the same place we were at in season one? Yes. Where we did the yacht run? Yeah. You got Rory a job there. Oh, that's why. He's okay, that's why he's there. there. He's like he's moved up the ladder. Did there? you ever release that fucking podcast, dude? I will have before this. I will have. Oh before my god, this. has Dan listened to it yet? No. What is it? No. What is oh, it? dude. Oh man. What is it? The last you'll time see. on. What is it? Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. No, what no. the fuck? Why you guys got fucking Easter eggs for me? What's going on here? I kind of like that actually. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> I like it. You're gonna I like love surprises. It. You're gonna love you it. You guys walk into this place and it's fucking fancy. Like you guys saw it like in the, during the alpha hours before the dinner hours opened up. Yeah. As you walk in, it, like it's still a little bit early. But let's say it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. This place is just about maybe an hour before opening. Rory goes like, "All right, guys, just just like wait here." No, I'll, I'll. You guys walk into like the fucking immaculate lobby of this place, and and Rory nods to the fucking finicky uh, host behind the fucking, fucking desk and Rory. I'll be right back. What you, you guys, I mean, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of whatever they're cooking. You know, it's it's a five-star restaurant. I mean, you know, so <laughs> if, if, whatever they have, I can bring back. Is that all right? Anyone got like an allergy to like, like, like shellfish or anything? Or, nope. No. All right, nope. all right. John, John needs food. John needs food. <laughs> he walks over and goes into the back room and he comes back about 15 minutes later, and he's just got a tray full of bags with different kinds of food. It smells fucking amazing. Like the high-end Tupperware. Oh, we're getting it to go? Yeah. That's awesome. Because I can't stick us around. I can't keep us around here. We got to keep moving. <laughs> I want to get us on this run. So, I love it. Yeah, so you guys bring this food in, and uh, uh, John, what do you want to eat? It's in these bags. He's brought like he's brought like four times is more food. Is it real food? Is it real food? Or yeah. is it? 
There's like this is, real meat in this shit too. This is high end, like real food. This is five star restaurant. Oh shit! Dude. All right, John's Jesus, gonna be like cracking a lobster claw and like drinking the water, like the ocean water that comes with it, and like yeah. just the like brine. fucking the brine and just being like, no. Oh, and you're all sitting in Millie's car with like your like that. <laughs> you're in Millie's car with that weird thing where your knees are up really high because you're like trying to eat like on your knees with this fucking amazing food. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. And he's gonna have like champagne like in a fucking <laughs> plastic like wine box. Yeah. Like like yeah. just like drinking the bag of champagne. Yeah, he brought boxes of wine and he brought full bottles of champagne. Yeah. What do you get, Tina? Alright, so Tina's gonna be honest with you guys. I uh Tina's got gout, if you guys remember from, from the first episode of this series. So she's like looking around her and she's like, she sees all these fucking rich people, like people like snacking on 24 ounce T-bones and fucking real butter drizzling over the top of them and just like olive oil fried. Uh, 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 Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. She's like, I'll have a, I'll have a bubble water and uh, just some... Some seaweed sushi with some rice, and uh, and uh, that's all. Simple. She can't do it. She can't she do anything herself. fatty. She like she's like the, my foot will start acting up, John. I don't want to get into it right now, but I, it's a, it really starts to bite. Really starts to bite <laughs> into the left foot, into the heel. I I overdid it a few weeks ago. Um, I'm okay. I'm leaning out. I'm leaning out. Tina, overdoing it is just part of my life. You know what? You know what? Bring me one of those 24-ounce T-bones, and uh, my friend John here, I think he'd like to taste What? Why do you take it? Rare? Blue rare. I want it bloody, my friend. Bloody. He'd like a blue rare 24-ounce T-bone. <laughs> Make it a hard stopper. Fuck it. You only live once. And he goes, and he, hey, Tina, here's your sushi. And he brings the sushi, and the sushi falls right into a big fucking cup of, like, butter. Like, that was, like, for, like, <laughs> <and he's> like <laughs> 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 That's all right. That's it. I'll take a look at it. I'll take a gander. And it's like I can taste it. I love how <laughs> Tina's concerned about gout and like John's gonna have like a triple bypass. <laughs> like he's already like got like a fucking Tina bionic knows the heart pain, man. like Tina, ready it's for visceral. It. It's visceral. She can taste it by looking at it and she knows how much it's gonna hurt. Yeah, but John, like as unhealthy as he is, will probably outlive like every single person in this. Yeah. Podcast. Tina's just fumbling with some chopsticks, trying to like pick little pieces of rice <laughs> out of the butter bowl and just like I know. want John to be using his cyber hand they can't control and just be like halfway missing his face like just yeah food just getting smashed like just in lobster and like all over yeah, his fucking fully, beard fully yeah. shattering a lobster yeah like, shattering lobster it's claws. been a whole week so john's beard should be pretty full i think oh, definitely i'm just imagining too like john like sucking lobster pieces and bits off the fucking metal fingers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So you guys fill up on like some of the most decadent food you've had. Tina, you're you're, you're resisting well, or you can roll willpower if you want to see. Yeah, I should. Roll, I should roll some willpower. Roll yeah. my willpower. It it's is four now. She upgraded to four. Four dice. Four dice coming your way. And target number is going to be. We're gonna say how much does Tina love rich food? Oh, dude, she she developed a total vice for it when she was in the jungle because she never really had any of it for several years before that. So it's a fucking addiction. Like it's oh, cocaine. Oh shit. Okay. It's cocaine. So we're gonna say target number five. It's challenge. Target number five, four dice. 
two ones and two threes. That's a fail. So you... She eats it. There's a full lo- split lobster tail with butter fully like a... Tina just a, is just like picking through like the rice grains with some chopsticks and she's just like, it's really fucking frustrated. She's like, ha, ha. And she's pissed off and she fucking throws her chopsticks across the room. She grabs a lobster off John's plate and the 24-ounce T-bone and just, just buries her face in just motorboats that shit. I and mean, like, lobster's pretty fucking lean. She eats the whole fucking lobster shell and all, and then she starts fucking taking bites off that 24-ounce T-bone. And she just buries... It's been a week since she's eaten, and she's fucking starving. Yeah. <laughs> she goes for it. I love it. Hell yeah. We're going to have to roll later for some we'll gout damage. We'll see if damage. that affects you, yeah. Some gout damage, yeah. Um. <laughs> Gout damage. Gout damage. Uh, I gotta ask Tom down about gout damage in the next book <laughs> yeah, let's get that in meeting. the game. <laughs> Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. So, Millie, he's uh, he's finishing up his his meal as well. The car reeks of, like, seafood. He's eating, like, a lobster bisque, and he's <laughs> it's all in his fucking, like, facial hair and shit. All right, so, all right, so now where? Where, where, where to, guys? Are we going to John? We're going to your apartment, Tina. Let's go back to my place. I need to check on Bitsy, and I got a few things I need to look in on. <laughs> That's exactly what I didn't want to hear. But fuck it. Someone's going to check on my fucking parishioners. <laughs> parishioners. So Millie, he drives you over back to, to Tina's place. So John, I know you've, have you been to, you've been to Tina's place before. The garage. I can't, I can't see them like this. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> He's been Before he feasting. goes back to his web of lies, his fortress of lies. <laughs> Sucking on fucking lobster and all that shit. Yeah, exactly. With a fucking Bionic can. He's all beaten to shit. <laughs> and you're sopping wet from the fucking liquid from that tank. Yeah, he can't, like, go, just... he can't go back there. He thinks he needs to go back there, but he can't go back there. <laughs> so you're in May Creek, uh, which May is Creek. right south of Council Island on the... Uh, Bellevue side, but it's in a really bad area of, well, it's in lower class. It's a sea level. It's a bit desolate. Yeah, it's a bit sparse. Dilapidated factories yeah. around your apartment, whatever. As you yeah. roll up, Millie, he's unnecessarily nervous for his car. His car's a shit box. Like, no one's gonna touch this thing, but he's kind of, like, locks it and puts it. He gets, like, a fucking, like, what is it called? The bar? What was that thing called? The, um... He's got a boot. He's got a boot on the wheel. Yeah, yeah he, he puts, puts a boot, a boot on, the wheel. on it. So, Tina, you're able to unbuckle your scoot off the hood of his car. And uh, you're right in front of your apartment building. Okay. Yeah. We'll say Rory. We left Rory at the restaurant. He stuck, stayed behind and his shift was starting. So. so we got John, Tina, and Millie. And Zima. And Zima. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tina's kind of in a hurry because she's kind of worried about Bitsy. So she she grabs that scoot off the top of the car so fast she just Who's snaps Bitsy? the elastic band. Bitsy is Tina's pet cow. Veal calf. <laughs> <laughs> a veal Wait, calf. The fuck. But, but getting bigger. But getting bigger. Well fed. And, I don't remember uh, this at all, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tina's in a hurry because she doesn't know if Bitsy's had water or food in like a week. So she rips the scoot off the top, throws it over her shoulder, and like goes in the bottom <laughs> floor of the factory. She doesn't go into the garage because that's where her boat is. But her the factory is where Tina lives on like the third floor. 
And so they go in. There's a canonically, there's a Ghostbusters pole. That's how she gets down yep. from her apartment. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So she like runs in the door. There's like no locked doors there on the bottom because it's an abandoned factory. And you guys can just kind of follow as you go. And she comes in uh, um, <laughs> and runs up the stairs and into her apartment, unlocks the door, and it's a fucking mess. Like Bitsy has made a mess. And but she got into the fridge. She found out how to open the fridge, and like the sink is running. And uh, Bitsy's just been drinking out of the, the, the wow, sink. Wow, good for Bitsy. Smart, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's super she's smart. She's problematically smart, as as anybody with a pet of any kind would know. And Tina's just fucking relieved, and she just kind of slouches down on the couch, just passes out, <laughs> and she's got kind of like a food coma going on because she munched on that T-bone and that lobster, and and she's Bitsy's just, and got like a direct link to like an AI. Bitsy's over in the corner, just kind of like laying on like. Tina's trampoline. I don't know. If I like I, how I call her Mitzi, but her name's Bitsy. John should keep doing that. John yeah. needs to call her Mitzi. <laughs> Tina left the front door open, <laughs> and I assume the rest of the crew come up up uh, into the apartment. As you walk in, there is Russian just scrawled all over the walls. Really? Of your apartment? Is this news to Tina or no? Yes. Okay. And you just hear you hear muttering. Is this the vault uh, from from your bedroom? And as you walk in there, you can see the vault, and he's he's like fucking figuring shit out. Fucking vault. Nice. He's awake. Obviously, he was taking care of Bitsy. That makes more sense. Tina's more relieved now. Kind of. You're you're kind of worried more about him now. A little it's, bit. It's, yeah. <laughs> he looks crazy. I mean, he's covered I in like Tina. Only Tina would be relieved when there's like Russian written in like blood like all over the wall, <laughs> and she's like she's His like oh blood. that that make oh thank God Bitsy's okay. He says. You're back. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, it's been a few days. John wants to be like, can I just enjoy my fucking lobster for a second? God. There's no time. There's no time. Oh, you fucking Russian asshole. He grabs you, Tina, and he goes, that fucking motherfucker. What is it? What is it, the vault? <laughs> <laughs> the vault, though. I love the... The, the vault. Who is it this time? Fucking bastard. Fucking Zupaloni. He fucking double time fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> Zupa? He double time crossed me. He <laughs> double time like, crossed me. Your eyes rolled back when you did that. You're like, fucked me. He double time crossed me. He fucked me so hard. He fucked me so hard. This fucking <laughs> cock up my ass to the tip. Come up my lips. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. The vault, what are you talking about? What did he do? He gave me a hug and then he double crossed me, Tina. <laughs> he hugged you. <laughs> Tina tried to piece it together. <laughs> He's like, but I have. The fucking carpet pincers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. Fucking A. And he says, uh, he fucked me. <laughs> He double fuck, double cross fucked me. Both ends. <laughs> double penetration fucked me. He double dutch. He double dutch fucked. He but double dutch oven. He double, fucked me. Double, <laughs> double, triple, quadruple penetration. Fucked me in both holes. Quadruple. He got him in the fucking ears. <laughs> he said, he Russian dolled me. And you see. <laughs> <laughs> He says, but I, but I have it figured out. And he points to the walls. He's fucking crazy right now. He's like, 
<laughs> and he points to the walls. I love how season two is just fucking weird. It's so weird. John's got a fucking, like, he's cuckolding people. We got fucking Tina with gout. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's just written in fucking illegible Latin all over the fucking walls in blood. Well, Russian, it's in Russian. Right? It's in Russian. But... It's in Russian, and it's not in blood, but it looks creepy still. Yeah. <sighs> the encryption. The encryption of the date in my head. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's images. It's subliminal images. What does it mean? I don't know, but... Someone does not want this data delivered. And now Zupa wants me dead. He wants to kill me. He fucking double-crossed me. And we're going to kill him. I want to help me. We are going to kill him. Can you pay for that? The data in my head is worth quite a lot. I understand. John's like... <laughs> John! 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 We're talking... We're talking money. I need your help. I'm not a businessman. What happened? Businessman. Businessman. Uh, uh, is that what I am today, Johnny boy? And Millie, Millie leans forward and says, uh, I want you to know, you know, you do... You have a client, if you forgot. You've got a client that has, has a run. Uh, Leah? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Lay bear. Yeah, Leah. She, look, I, I, I don't understand. I'm not sure why she didn't just come to us. Where is she? Why she didn't just come to me originally? And then he looks really, at you, where Tina. Is she? She said to call her when you guys are healed up. I, mean, I guess she's she's figuring out some information. But it's been like three hours. Why didn't you fucking tell us? <laughs> well, you guys are hungry. What the fuck do you want from me? All right, we'll got your food. We brought you back to your apartment. That's fair enough. <laughs> Tina looks over at John, and she's just like. Uh, I assume John has heard all this talk about Leia, and she's like, "You, uh, you want to give her a call, John?" Or I mean, yeah, whatever, sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's best. Maybe, maybe you should give her a ring. Give me the number. I'm not sure if I still got it. She, uh, she changed her number. I, I don't have it. I don't have it or contact <laughs> anymore. I. <laughs> well, I don't have it. Millie goes. Uh, I hear John. I, I have a number. And he, he, oh. he, he like discreetly walks past. He doesn't want to see it. He's like, hey, here's a, a number here. You can give her a call. You can figure out, you know, what the, the run is. Um, As John uh, takes the number from Millie, Tina's yeah. going to go over with the vault into a corner of the room and, and have a little side chat. I'm going to dial. Hello. Who's this? Landline. Landline's Johnny boy. Oh, hey. You, uh, I couldn't watch the end of that match. Uh, it's, How's Tina? She's all right. It was, uh, <laughs> it's been rough. Not gonna lie to you. I mean, again, I, I saw the trids on, uh, on Shadowlands, so I saw a little bit of it. Oh, uh, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw just the highlights, you know, obviously. The... Yeah, the highlights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's your hand? Well, was, it's good. It's good. I'm fine. Oh, John thinking he's real cool, and then he realizes she saw him get slapped I in the hand. I crushed the phone. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like hands on like one of Tina's like chair arms, you just crush yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, hands good, hands good. Eating lobster oh. with it. Eating lobster, <laughs> cracking lobster. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's everything's good. fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm glad to hear that. So uh, the job. Oh yeah. The job. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, while you guys were getting healed up, I, I did a little digging mm -hmm, and I got mm -hmm. some more information. So if you want to meet up, we can talk about details. And when would exactly would you like to meet up? As soon as possible. As I said, my brother is missing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We still had time to fuck though while your brother was missing. Just checking. How about tomorrow? <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> it didn't take that long. <laughs> yeah, she was like, it didn't last long. <laughs> 
Is that what she said? Is that what she said? Yeah, she says she says that to John. I don't see how that's my problem. Listen, tomorrow, tomorrow would be good for us. Okay. We need to sleep it off, if you know. What well, I mean. Let's meet at. Uh, where do you want to meet? Wherever's groovy, baby. How about we meet at the uh... weird? Yeah, weird. It's a weird thing Still for John to say. Trying to be cool again. It's her fucking job. She should know where to meet. She says, uh, "All right, mainframe, Millie's. You know who that is, right? Of course, of course, mainframe. We'll meet tomorrow, two p.m. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, that line. <laughs> He's just so fucking cool. <laughs> say hey to, you know. Uh, never mind. And she hangs up the phone. Click. Hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Tina. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tina is over in the uh, far corner. This is a massive fucking apartment. I'm not sure if we've been in Tina's upper apartment yet. A little bit we had. We, we were there with Orville Dubois. Uh, the last Dubois. end of season one. <laughs> For a moment. It's not a normal apartment because it's like the third story of an abandoned factory. It's like two walls of a factory with a big full wall windows. And this thing is like... 40 feet long by 50 feet long. It is massive. Just big open concept factory space. But she's turned it into like rooms and a living room and a bedroom and a kitchen and all that stuff. Uh, She's over in like the arcade section where she's got a bunch of arcade games lined up. She's trying to make sense whatever the fuck is going on with uh, the vault. Fucking Zupa want to kill me. The vault. I would never let him do that. But you're going to have to make some more sense. This is a little bit scattered. There's fucking blood all over my walls. I don't speak Latin and I don't read Russian. None of this makes sense to me. I just, you're going to have to tell me what it means. Maybe we can bring John over here. He's pretty sharp. But I'm here for you. I've been here the whole time. Okay, okay. (laughs) Tina, you were there for me. You looked out for me. I like that. I like it too. I think what first order of business is to try to extract the data from my head. Okay. I have some of the codes. I've written them, as you see. But it will take a soft touch. (laughs) (laughs) In the delicate nerve receptors of my brain to not trigger the cortex bomb. I understand. When we have the data, we have eliminated the need for Zupa to take me out, you see. I've thought it all out. If that's too dangerous, we go fucking kill Zupa ourselves, you see? Problem solved, bing, bang, bang. Bing, bang, bang, I get it. Listen, I got an electronic skill of three if that's good enough, <laughs> but I doubt it. That's about average. That's a, that's, a bit of average. It's a bit middle of the road, but I'm really good at fucking killing people. Look, I got somebody downstairs right now. We go down and talk to him. Maybe he can look into getting something extracted. Right now he's working on a side project for me. I think that's where we start. Bare minimum, we kill that motherfucker because you're my boy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what his accent is now. Thank you. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. He takes him by the face and like grabs him by the side of his fucking oh, sheets. shit. <laughs> I'm going to take care of you. All right? I believe you. Let's go get John. See what he's got dialed in with Leia Bear. <laughs> Let's make our next move. <laughs> now, now the vault's confused. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so the vault sort of just shuffles behind you as he follows you down the stairs. I'm imagining like you got like that 
the boss loft where they have the windows they can look out over a factory floor almost like you have like yeah. that's your loft bedroom and you can see john down there on the phone and whatever but you can't hear each other yo no i do like that i like that like in taxi where they go up this like the old tv show taxi yeah. go up yeah, the yeah, stairs yeah. is the overlooking thing yeah yeah that's where the arcade is in tina's apartment it's like a second tier thing and so she comes down the stairs and as john's hanging up the phone with leia bear kind of <laughs> shuffles up to john she's just like so how to how is she, John? Uh, she's good. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Does she sound healthy? Does she sound happy? Does she sound content? Does she sound like she's been making good choices? Does she, uh... Yeah, well, <laughs> she wants her brother back. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. What's his name, Ben? Thorber. And, and Tina, you've heard about him. You know that they have sort of an estranged... Yeah. Okay. It's a stressed... Uh, Has Tina met him? Tina met him? Yeah, you can tell me. You think you Tina's met him? Tina's never met him. Yeah. She's just, okay. Yeah, Thurber. She's talked about him a lot. Uh, he means a lot to her. I've never met the guy. What's your read on that? Uh, I, you know, I think we should help her, obviously. John, we gotta save him. John, we gotta do this for her. He's the most important person to her. And, and it would just, it would just break her. It would break her down to the bones down to her core we gotta mm -hmm. do it we gotta yeah. do this john yeah yeah but you know what it's your job i don't want to overstep it's my job i don't want to put myself out there too far tina we're a team i'm here for whatever you need i'm here tina, for whatever you need we're a team we're in this together we're deep deep in this together i think we uh <laughs> We need to take care of this. You see Millie across the room. He, he he has a twinkle in his eyes. He's watching this interaction. He's like petting fucking Bitsy. <laughs> and he's just nodding like, yeah, yeah. Tina hasn't made a fucking sound. She's just like slack jawed staring at John right now. And she's just, we are a team, John. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're the only team I've ever had. Same. She doesn't even realize it, but her arms are reaching out. No, I'm not ready for that. And, and, okay, let's and move on. they keep moving around John's body. Tina, don't push it. They're so long. She has a reach of one. She has a reach of one. It's right on her stat sheets. They, they like almost sneak around John. They're very long. And uh, like behind him. No, no. And like she's not even quite touching him yet, but she is encircling him entirely. Uh, uh, John's quickness, he like snakes out. Roll me a quickness, John. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta roll a quickness. <laughs> Shit. Against Tina Stealth, yeah. Jesus We're going to say it's an average roll, but it's going to be plus uh, seven one is my from quickness. the roll. Yeah, roll seven quickness, and it's going to be a target number of six because it's Holy like shit, one seven harder for you and one easier for Tina to touch you with her reach. Or seven dice, target six. Yep. What is it? What'd you roll? Zero successes. Oh, oh shit. Tina got that. <laughs> Tina's very slow hug just keeps it's so slow it's so slow and she doesn't even really know what she's doing she's like brings you in closer and closer and like rests her chin on top of your head and just no. kind of like shudders no. a little bit uh, but it's a very gentle warm hug roll me a willpower yeah. Tina willpower four target number four target number four willpower four here it comes no one four. She got one four. You're able to keep your emotions in check. You're able to keep from like squeezing too hard. Yeah, not too hard. Just she rests her chin and kind of her, her large, no. uh, very masculine Adam's apple just kind of like tickles, <laughs> the you know, his forehead. Help. And she said, Chad. Millie. 
<laughs> John, I have something I need to show Dana's, you. Uh, Millie's laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah, all right. There so we go. John, I have something I need to show you. What? No. Come with me. Oh, please, no. Millie walks over and also does a hug on both of you, around both of you. He's like, this is right. We're a fucking team. And he's no. just. <laughs> if Rory gets in here, I'll fucking kill him. And the vault oh. comes up and hugs you from behind, Tina. Everyone's <laughs> hugging. She sneaks in right behind, too. Oh. <laughs> Tina ignores everyone else but John. And she says, John, we're going to save Thorber. And she looks back over her shoulder to the vault. She says, the vault, we're going to kill that fucking asshole. Okay. Fine. We're gonna kill them all, John. Uh-huh. We're gonna kill them all! <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, she releases John, and she says, follow me. And she heads right to her uh, her fireman's pole, snaps around, looks at him, and just fucking disappears down through the floor. And you can hear her from down below. She says, come on down! God damn it. And John slides down. <laughs> Instantly <laughs> regretting all of it. It's like hard for John too. It's like it's like catching because you're so wet still from the fucking uh. tank. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> As John hits the ground, you're not actually on the first floor of the factory. You are in the basement level of the factory. You went all the way to the bottom, followed her to the bottom. I think it's funny if he hears like just hears Tina and like all around him like John, John, come up, help me. He's like ah. He's like scared. <laughs> it's dark down here. It's dank. She's like below ground level. So, and there's a lake next door. So, like, you're under the water level of. It's like of a fucking schmeagle layer. It's dripping down there. There's like dripping sounds and shit. And like over off in the distance, maybe 40 feet away, you can hear just like these electronic, like crackling sounds. It's like some <laughs> bursts of blue light. Oh, fuck. And you look over there and there's like some electric sparks just like flying and shit. And you can just see Tina's big fucking bodice just kind of lumbering away from you. And uh, she's going over to where this electricity is kind of crackling over in the corner of the basement. John's like going to be like, what the fuck is going on down here? <laughs> Tina? Tina walks over to a table, puts on a, uh, a helmet, and flips it down over her face, and walks over and starts talking to somebody who's down there with her. There's an old grizzled dwarf that stops uh, welding and puts his mask up and says, Hey! Well, yeah, I'm about ready! Where the fuck are we? How's it looking down here? <laughs> I'm looking real good. I think after just a little bit more work down here under here in the suspension. And he, he gets out, he, he's like, here, come look. And he, he grabs, Tina, he grabs one of your horns and pulls yeah. your head down. <laughs> and he's welding up underneath the thing. He's like, you see that there? Yes. That needs yeah. to be, I, if I could just get a nice good bead across there, this will be, I think we'll get it in, a, in working shape. I mean, I wouldn't go. Is that a TIG welder or a MIG? It's a MIG. But I think if you, but it might be a, a TIG MIG, you know, I don't know. I'm okay but, if you swap them. I don't really know how the fuck I'm doing yeah. when it comes to welding, but I just, I knew to ask. Trust me, there's no difference. Now look, I'm trying to, <laughs> I've done this a long time. <laughs> I wouldn't take this thing on a joyride or anything just yet, you know, but I would take Tana it. just you, takes her big fucking hand and just lifts up the corner of the uh, the vehicle a little bit that he's working on and just takes gets a little better look. Yeah, that looks real nice. Now, look, I didn't open up the driver's seat too much. I mean, I wasn't sure, uh, you know, you're driving this. It's a little snug for a troll. I'm just saying. Don't worry about it. I'll make it work. All right. All right. And he, he's like, if you don't mind, uh, hey, hey, he waves to John and Millie. He flips his mask back down. He's like, I'm, I'm, I got to get this thing in pretty good shape by this afternoon. That'll work. You keep at it. Sorry to interrupt. All right. And he wheels back under, fires it back up. So in front of you, John... 
you see a big fucking van that's being worked on by this troll. What's his name? It's a dwarf. What's what's the dwarf's name? His name is uh, his name's Condor. Condor. <laughs> Atina turns to John. She says, "We're gonna let Condor get back to it, but um, I just figured maybe uh, we could roll over and uh, talk to Leia Bear together." What the fuck is this thing, John? I. Uh, Where are we, John? Who's I, this guy? Condor. Condor is my chop shop guy. He's been working on a special project for me. Damn. Listen, I don't really know how to say this. I don't really remember what happened because there's a lot of back and forth and there was a this and that and there's been a lot of the time that's passed, but I feel like an apology is uh, in order and... I agree. <laughs> I feel like I let you down, John, and I just wanted to make things right because I've never had a brother. And I feel like if there was anybody that could fill that space, it's you. And I feel like I let you down, John. I feel like I let you down. And I, and I just... And I wanted to make it up to you. And I just... This is for you, John. This is for you. She turns back and she motions to the big fucking van behind her. We're cool. You mean it? Yeah. Keep the van. John, I'd keep it, but I can't fucking drive it. <laughs> it's, it's, for, it's for you, John. Condor wheels back out and he goes, I forgot to mention, uh, you know, I didn't see a data jack on your head. I mean, you're going to need a data jack to drive this fucking van. Tina turns back and, and makes eye contact with John. Jack me in. She turns to Condor and says, he'll drive this van. Goddamn right, I'll drive it. And what you're looking at. John and Millie is the equivalent of a Renault Fiat Eurovan, which is 25,000 new yen. Jesus. It's got a handling of four, a speed of 35 to 105. It's got a body of three, armor of zero. She couldn't afford anything else. Signature two and pilot is one. So what you guys are looking at in front of you is a V8 4x4 manual transmission restored 1979 Ford Club Wagon Deluxe. That thing looks sweet. And now this thing has got an 18-inch lifted suspension with 30-inch off-road tires on it. So it's Fuck fucking yeah. <laughs> beefy as shit. This could hit the mountains. Yeah. Now, the paint job is jet black, fresh paint job on it. It's got tinted windows. It's got pink undercarriage LED lights and neon blue headlights on it. Now, <laughs> you go to the backside of this fucking thing. It's got gullwing doors that lift up like the fucking DeLorean. Yes. That's awesome. In Back to the Future. It's got a black interior. It's got pink and gold accent lighting on the inside. <laughs> up front, it's got cockpit bucket seats that in pleather, not real leather. She couldn't afford real leather, obviously, in 2053. Sweet. It's got... Uh, <laughs> John. Now. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. The back end of this thing, Tina pops the side gullwing door on the passenger side, and it fucking lifts up. Take a look at this, John. I really want you to see this. This is fucking you nice. You go inside, and it's got two fold-down rear seats, removable back seat sofa seating, kind of like Boz's van. Now you look up front, and you can see it's got a rigger set up, so it's got a hardline jack that you can jack into, and that's got the baseline vehicle adaptation package. It's rigger control, which is $2,800, <laughs> which Tina splurged a little bit on, but it's also got the wireless remote adaptation package, which is 2,500 times the two body, which is 5,000 million. Fuck yeah. God damn. That means John can rigger into this fucking thing remotely, anywhere in the car. He could be in the driver's seat, the passenger seat, he can be in the back. He can be outside 
outside of the car as long as he's within range. Fuck. And he can fucking drive this thing with his mind. This is some fancy shit, <laughs> Tina. It's also got an amphibious exhaust pipe coming off of the engine so they can go like <laughs> underwater up to like four feet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Feet. I can wirelessly connect You can to this wirelessly thing? drive this thing if you're like fucking driving behind it in a golf cart. There's remote control. This is a thing that existed in the 1992 version yeah. of this yep. game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. For riggers, only riggers. Deckers can't do that. Tina can't do that. This is unreal. Riggers can fly drones and they can they can re yeah. re remote control cars. Fuck, I need to get a drone. The hood of this thing has got a shaker hood scoop Jeez. with a V8 engine intake shaker. sticking out the fucking hood. Oh, so it can shit. just it fucking rumbles, man. Now, it's also got a roof hatch <laughs> on top that's retractable. That missile launcher that Tina fucking bought first episode of season two, the missile launcher, yeah. one anti-vehicle missile pops out of the fucking top of this thing. On the left side gullwing door, there's a slide out seat. It's kind of got like the Millennium Falcon kind of gunner cockpit thing where you can like fucking Sick. wheel around Damn. and shit. Above it is a mounted HMG 50 cal that Tina bought in that first episode as well Holy with the 100 fuck. round belt. Now, so like you pop that gullwing door, Tina can slide out on the fucking seat and shit, fucking yeah. gun seat that shit. Millennium Falcon slash Ninja Turtles van. Yes. Fucking A. That's right. Damn. Slash A-Team van. Also, up front in the cockpit, there's an interactive console display for the roof-mounted 360-degree rotating thermographic camera that Tina bought in episode one. Damn it, you're tying it all together. It also gives you the AVM targeting if the driver isn't jacked in. This so is a like, fucking unveiling of a sick rig. And in the back, of course, because Tina knows John, there's a wet bar. Oh my That's god! Sick. I'm imagining that it was actually covered this whole time while the guy was working on it, and the he just like pulled, pulled off the fucking tarp that off. shit back and, and unveiled it. Tina, I'm, I'm almost speechless. <laughs> it's about as close as I get. John, you mean everything to me, and I can't wait to roll in this fucking hoopty with you. Then let's fucking get it on, Bomeo. Let's go save Thorber. Let's go see Laybear. Let's go crack some fucking skulls. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's kick some ass. That's amazing. That's awesome. I love that John has a fucking kick ass right now. Per Tina as an apology item from Tina. So you guys have two options here. I think it's funny if you make me apologize. <laughs> I'm like, I need to hear it. <laughs> you have two options here. You've got the vault who wants to kill Zupilioni or yeah. Yeah. take the thing out of his head or you've got this run with Leah but she wants to meet you tomorrow so it's up to you guys yeah. this time I want you guys to be able to choose I mean I think we have to help Leah now I feel like Leah's in the mix and like I feel like that's the pressing issue plus like her brother's gonna die right or something whatever the fuck's going on there so we don't really have time to waste so I feel like Tina's vote would be we chase that down yeah the vault he stops he's kind of skittish all of a sudden he's like Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 Super Leone, he has a, all of his people looking for me. Are you kidding? You, you're crazy. You're crazy. He'll fucking kill me. And he starts to get crazy again. But Vault, you're safe here. You know that. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you lay low. We're off grid here. But you'll help me kill him. Of course I will. I'll rip his fucking throat out. Jesus. Yes. Listen. You take care of Bitsy. You look after her. You keep her watered. You keep her fed. You keep her brushed. Make sure you brush her coat. <laughs> she needs that. I will take care of Beatsy. <laughs> you keep looking into this. We need more information. You have my phone number. Okay. You call me anytime you need. Okay, okay. Right now I need to focus on Leia Bear. Okay. I need to focus on John. Okay. 
<laughs> he like puts out his cigarette, lights up another cigarette, and just hobbles back away and scoops up a huge fucking brush off of a nearby table and heads up to start brushing Bitsy. Tina walks over to what's his name, Condor? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tina walks over to Condor as he's finishing up, and she puts his hand on the shoulder and said. This is fantastic. You did a really good job. Hell yeah, this thing's fucking crazy. This is the craziest fucking man I've ever seen. Now, hey, like I said, don't redline it, all right? I don't think this beat will hold if you try and tear fucking donuts in this motherfucker, but it'll it'll drive. Break in the engine first thousand miles, I get it. John's going to get in it, Jack, and as soon, as soon as he starts it, he's going to rev it to redline. <laughs> yeah, this Spit dude out. steps back. He's like wiping <laughs> oil off his hands, and he's looking at his beautiful handiwork. And at that moment, you fucking do exactly the opposite of what he just said. <laughs> I just fucking dump the clutch. This thing fucking trembling inside the basement of this fucking factory. It's just fucking ripping. That V8 is fucking purring. It sounds like a fucking cracking. This 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 roar in this cavernous underbelly of Tina's apartment. This thing's fucking. It rubbing. takes a little extra for Tina because she is a sex professional, but <laughs> she feels a little something down below. It gives oh, it's her a little stirring her A little bit of tremble oh. in that quad muscle. She uh, she can feel it. Auto erotic. She can feel it. Auto erotic. <laughs> God damn. John, you fucking roll over. You come by when your seagull doors opens up for Tina to hop in. Tina turns back to Condor, winks at him. She said, happy in touch. You take care. <laughs> but I'm already, I'm already, I'm already yeah. driving it. You like snatch the keys out of his hand as you drive by. You just. And Tina just him. fucking grabs onto that thing like a fucking pirate. It steps into the back of that van, closes the gold wing door and she says, Let's go see the land bear. Let's fucking smoke these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I like a weird, like a Mexican accent, kind of. <laughs> smoke these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Millie yells out at you guys, says, Wasn't that supposed to be tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pink Fohawk. You can check out new episodes every two weeks. Until then, we'd be hugely thankful if everyone listening could post about our podcast on Reddit or Twitter or leave a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or even just share our show with a couple of friends. That'd be awesome. Thanks again for giving us your time. It's the most precious commodity any person has. Pink Fohawk theme created by Colin Rufino. You can find links to his website in the description below along with credits for other songs used in this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Couple, a little information I wanted to spread here. You're oh, like, I have yeah. liver. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a very rare liver disease. Sorry, you can cut that out, but it's funny if you just made I waited to tell everyone. I didn't tell you guys. You're like, I'm dying. We're like, like Jesus oh. fucking Christ. Episode three of season two is Ben's obituary. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're like, this will be the final season. We're like, whoa, oh, what the fuck? The doctor says any minute. Any minute. It could be any minute. Any second. <laughs> <laughs>